For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big Eight. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. On the block with Strick and Austin, or at least half of that duo. We've traded out Strick for Nick for the day. Uh, high school football on tap for you tonight, so I appreciate yes, you uh, pulling double and a half, triple. That's maybe. all right. Good no stuff. problem. No problem. I, is, we are not uh, the Arizona Cardinals, and we're Strick is Isaiah <laughs> Simmons, and I'm a seventh-round pick. Correct. That's basically what it is, sure. though, unfortunately. Fair enough. Uh, big shout-out to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for sponsoring On the Block every day appreciate charles and his crew they're open through the weekend <laughs> check out their uh lunch buffet down there food for the as strick would say so exactly and and i have to address eric on the text line he says man it's so disappointing to hear that amazing intro thinking we're about to hear a husker hall of famer and legend and then we hear nick's voice and eric all i'll say to you is that for as bad as you talk about me on the on the text line man you're sure listening a lot sure mm-hmm. listening a lot <laughs> i appreciate you tuning in though eric yeah I know, you're just, I know it's just jokes as well. I know you love me. If you want to make fun of Nick, if you want to make fun of me, yes. if you want to make fun of Rico, he can catch some strays this segment yeah, too. please do. 402-464-5685. That's the Sarder Heyman text line. Or if you're watching via the stream sponsored by Sarder Heyman, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter are all up for you. About 20 minutes or so, we'll talk with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. But we got more depth <laughs> chart to dive into that was released today. Again, page 20 of the game notes out of 20. Yes. They really tried to bury the lead, what's, which cracks me up. What's great, so at the press conferences, we ha- we get um, a paper handout of all the game notes mm-hmm. so that we don't have to look at it on digital, which is very, very nice. Um, 
And so we get like this 20 page, you know, book or whatever for each game that tells us about the opposing team and about Nebraska and all this. Excuse me. And uh, by the way, Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt on the call for right. uh, Nebraska, Minnesota. Uh, but either way, so it's very convenient because it's just on the back. So you don't even have to turn and, and bend a no. page with the staple there. You don't even no have to bend No licking your fingers, no. no paper cuts, no nothing. Nothing. You just turn it around, and it's right there smack dab on the entire page. Halfway down, we get to the defensive depth chart. Um, defensive line will start there. Ty Robinson, starter, makes sense. Nash mm-hmm. Hutmacher, starter, makes sense. The first or on the defensive side of the ball is that second defensive end spot, and it's Blaze Gunnarsson or Cam Lenhart. I think they're they're listed alphabetically all they the way are. through when there's an or. My money is still on Cam Lenhart. I know that Blaze Gunderson is bigger. He might have a more Big Ten style. But, Nick, given how we've heard Cam Lenhart get talked about mm-hmm. all offseason, I would say he's the one running out there uh, wearing number 91 to start against Minnesota. Cam- Cameron Lenhart's out of, the, out of the entire recruiting class that came in in 2023, Cam Lenhart was my, my favorite pick, um, was my favorite recruit. And, and the reason being – Obviously, coming from a real prestigious uh, academy that is IMG down in Bradenton, Florida, I believe, uh, Cam- Cameron Lenhart, Nebraska, in my eyes also, somewhat lucky to continue to get his commitments, right? He commits to the previous staff and then uh, – or was, was – pla- I can't remember if he had planned or there was a silent commit in there. Either way, was was pretty sold on Nebraska's mm-hmm. staff prior to changes – and prior to shakeups, and then that connection transcended after Scott Frost got let go, and Mickey Joseph picked it right back up. And then after Mickey Joseph got let go, Matt Rule and his staff picked it right back up from from IMG down in, in Florida. So Nebraska give give props to the staff; they were able to to still you know have Cameron Lenhart's commitment and, and ultimate signature. And I, I I'm really I, I really like Cameron Lenhart. I, I think he's got a really good frame. I like I like the way he's a true freshman that I think a lot of people are kind of pegging to play a role this year on that defensive uh, front four. Going back to Ty Robinson really quickly, although it's not a surprise that Ty Robinson's a starter. Look for Kai Wallen to somewhat emerge, mm-hmm. right? A JUCO guy, Kai Wallen, but also how refreshing will it be if through four or five games we can say, man, we haven't seen a Ty Robinson like this. Yep. Right, because we, st- I think there's a lot of people out there, myself included, that feel like Ty Robinson hasn't reached his ceiling, right? And mm-hmm. so, um, even even you can even categorize like Nash Hutmacher into that category as well. Ty Robinson's been here for you know multiple years and just hasn't been able to be that guy that we thought Nebraska was getting out of the state of Arizona back then. Um, he was part of that loaded class that came in and. What was it, 2021, I believe? Or no, excuse me, 2020 it would have been. Um, but either way, he came in the same class like Noah Pula Gates and them. Uh, so it might have been 2019. The year's obviously jumbling together. But nonetheless, I think there's a lot of people that just feel like Ty Robinson hasn't reached his ceiling. And I, I you, you, you hope that maybe Terrence Knighton's been able to to figure out a way to get deeper into Ty Robinson and, and maybe he's just taken a step in the right direction this year. Right. He's older. I mean, he played against Wisconsin as a freshman, held his own, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of been in a holding pattern. This yeah. is the year that I think we really need to see an impact. Ty Robinson um, as a junior. I- I'm with you on Kai Wallen. They're at the nose tackle spot. Nash Hutmacher in the middle. I think it's also go time for him. He's been on campus a few years now. Yep. And again, we were so excited about the polar bear and the wrestling background when he came down from South Dakota. 
but not a lot of freshmen and sophomores are playing on either side of the line yeah. for the teams that have won the Big Ten West. Now, unless they're just supremely talented edge rushers, but these guys in the middle take more time to develop just given the nature <laughs> of the position they play. So I think this is really going to be our first taste. And if he had come in under the radar and he was here, it'd be like, okay, he's right on schedule. But it just mm-hmm. feels like he's behind yeah. schedule. Well, and, and I think at that, that defensive tackle position, the interior part, I would say this. Uh, remember remember when Damian Daniels was here? And you can even say Darian at, at times. But one thing that, that D. Boogie or, or Damian Daniels did so well. Snacks. Yes, yeah, snacks. Um, was that he just like clogged up the middle, mm-hmm. right? And, and that, that, that that really allowed like the second level, the linebackers for for Nebraska on their defense to to make some tackles. Damian Daniels necessarily didn't pop off the page with with tackle numbers and tackle for losses and things like that. But if you go back and watch a lot of that film. He's just clogging up the middle. He was that giant body right in the middle of everything that, once again, like I said, allowed that second level of the defense to to come in and and try to get through get through gaps and make tackles for loss. So mm-hmm. Nebraska just hasn't, and, and this is the entire defensive line discussion, I suppose, hasn't really been able to generate pressure the last few years. I mean, we talk about it the last from the edge perspective, the last you know dominant, truly dominant pass rusher, Randy Gregory. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I think we want to say Garrett Nelson, there were spurts, but it wasn't it wasn't consistent enough. I think, um, and so with that in mind, I think if Nebraska can find whether it's a Kai Wallen, and that's where I'm real interested with like Kai Wallen coming off the edge. He's a little bit slimmer than mm-hmm. uh, than Ty Robinson. Ty Robinson listed at three ten. Uh, Kai Wallen's listed at a whopping sixty pounds lighter at two fifty. Whatever that looks like. You hope that maybe he's a little quicker off the edge and 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 somewhat just force just force your way into the backfield and force some guys to get uncomfortable. There's been so many times you go back and watch the the Northwestern game last year in Ireland. You allowed or uh, you you allowed Ryan Holinsky to just pick you apart. Ryan Holinsky started that game eight of nine passing mm-hmm. on a team that ended up being one and eleven last year. Um, and Ryan Holinsky is necessarily. Uh, is not necessarily a Heisman contender. So they just got to figure out a way to generate some sort of pressure on that front three, I guess, in this case, in this 3-3-5, or if they bring a linebacker in, uh, you got to figure out a way to, to get to the quarterback or get in the backfield. That's where I'm curious to see Tony White's approach to that. We've seen a lot of yeah. bend, don't break, but we've heard aggressive, 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 go get the ball, play fast approach there. And that's where I think – uh, Kai Wallen can factor in. Uh, Ruquan Buckley at, at nose tackle exactly. fascinates me, but my worry is that Elijah Judy, not listed on the depth chart, falls mm-hmm. into the, the Jordan Riley, Keen Green category of big Man. boy, highly touted, doesn't really flash. You name two dudes there that just, you know, uh, Jordan Riley, well, and then you could also like another year of DeAndre Thomas would have right. been intriguing for Nebraska yep. football. Mm-hmm. But I think when you look at you know Elijah Judy not not being on the depth chart is 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 curious. Um, young guy again. Young Younger. guy, young guy, but has experience power five in a power five program. That is, Ruquan Buckley has been here, just not really done a whole lot. So mm-hmm. if anything at all. So that's where I you know you want to talk about guys or positions that that have to step up. Um, maybe maybe you can move a guy interior like a Ty Robinson. Maybe you can in, move him interior or inside, that is, into the nose tackle position, but I don't know if they necessarily want to. I think also part of it is just 
you need Nash to to just step up. Like mm-hmm. you 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 talk so much about next man up mentality and you need guys to just fill voids and things like that. And maybe while they're building depth, it's even more important. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Important than ever. All right, Nash, like it's your turn. Like you, you, you need this because similar to quarterback, you don't feel good about what's behind him at, at, no. at defensive tackle, inside at least, especially. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Uh, moving back a level to the linebackers, Reimer and Henrich are the starters. They're mm-hmm. Bullock backing up Reimer. Javen Wright, fascinating as a traditional type linebacker, yeah. uh, backing up Nick Henrich. The Jack, I'm going to want Evan's opinion on this too, but we'll get into it a little bit. Co-starters, or an or, listed there at the Jack position. We've heard a mm-hmm. lot of talk about MJ Sherman, his pedigree coming from Georgia, being a leader on that defense. He's listed as or with Chief Borders, a guy yeah. we haven't heard much about in terms of on the field. I was say outside of social media exactly. stuff. Um, yeah, Chief Borders, I think, must have made a pretty big impression here lately rather than early on. Um, I, I, Matt Rule also mentioned earlier this morning that Jamari Butler has been dealing with kind of a stinger, so mm-hmm. that could play definitely a part into it. I, I think if I had, knowing that this depth chart is in alphabetical order, I think MJ Sherman probably has the edge there. I, I think he has the edge at the jack position, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, MJ Sherman threw. I would not be surprised if MJ is a is a single digit today when we find out. Mm. I, sure. I, I think I, sure. like along this, and we're gonna we're gonna go. There's not a whole lot we can say about the linebackers outside of at this jack position. Um, I, I think MJ Sherman is, is going to be a real really fun player to watch on this defense. Mm-hmm. Um, just his attitude and and obviously being a a, a national champion. Like we forget that. Um, that program is is legit. You want to talk about a legit program? That's the Georgia Bulldogs. So I mean, and that maybe that's even a conversation. Is is the three single digits that are remaining? We we find those out later this afternoon. And I think one of those guys, as we move to the defensive backs, that gets one is De- or is uh, not Deontay, uh, Deont- <laughs> not Deontay Williams, uh, Quentin Newsom. Yep, Newsom probably in that conversation. Wouldn't shock me about Hartzog either. That's okay. a guy that I think is a really good player that even as a young guy, I think has a voice and has a big enough role. It wouldn't shock me. I'm not going to predict it, mm-hmm. but I think that that's a dark horse for it. Tommy Hill backing up Quentin Newsom, Dwight Boodle, the second who featured pretty prominently in the last uh, What's Next series. Uh, DiCaprio Boodle's younger brother. That fascinates me. Um, safety, I think that makes sense with Omar Brown and Deshaun Singleton listed mm-hmm. as the starters. We've heard a lot of good stuff there. Kobe Brett's the the Omaha product. Omaha uh, West Side, yeah. West Side, yep. Uh, Corey Collier, another guy that I've kind of written off, haven't heard a lot about. Yeah. 
But I want to spend a few minutes on this rover position, right? Yeah. Isaac Gifford listed as the starter. That makes sense. His backup, not Javen Wright, like I would have guessed, mm-hmm. but Phelan Sanford. Yeah. That's a guy at 5'11", 195. I think he and Isaac Gifford bring two completely different skill sets, right? Gifford's more yes. a, 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 a thumper type, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not quite as athletic as Sanford is, whereas Sanford is, you need like a f- true fifth defensive back on the field. Mm-hmm. Dude can run, dude can jump, he can break on a ball. I love just the versatility of that position between those two guys. Well, and we've also seen a lot of Phelan Sanford in special, special teams, teams, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's that's that's been basically where he's built his career mm-hmm. is at special teams. When we talk about the defensive backs group as a whole, they're missing a big name, and that's Marquise Buford, right? Yep. They're missing a big name. And and Matt Rule gave a little more insight into when to expect Buford back, and he said, you know, it might even potentially be week four, week five, week six. Um, and, and with a relative timeline like that, you don't feel great about him making an impact here early on. So Nebraska's going to have to have, once again, guys step up. Just mm-hmm. do your job. If you're Marquise Buford, then do you just use this as your redshirt year? Well, and that's something that Matt Rule brought up is is you know maybe he's not back until week nine and he plays the last four games and we call it good and and your redshirts and plays two more years of football. I think there's value in that mm-hmm. and I think there's a possibility for that because once again, as Matt Rule uh, you know alluded to earlier, there's a difference between bringing guys back when they could play or when they should play. Um, and if if that's a case where you're sitting there week six, and goodness sakes, if ne- if Nebraska is you know two and three then you're sitting there going, all right, where's the value in forcing a guy to come back when we could have a Kobe Brett C sometime. We could have a Corey Collier, a, a Malcolm Hartzog, conti- or I should say just at the safety position. Mm-hmm. Um, and Omar Brown, who's playing his last year, Kobe Bretts, uh, Deshaun Singleton, who has another year, and Corey Collier Jr. Absolutely. We'll wrap up in a couple minutes here with the special teams before we get to uh, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Punter, Brian Buscini's job, we get that. He'll yeah. also handle kickoffs, and we'll get to that in just a sec. Um, kick returner, Emmett Johnson listed as kick returner yeah. one. I think that's a fun way to get that kid on the field, see what he can do. Ramir Johnson probably be alongside him. Billy Kemp at punt returner, no shock there. Nope. So you're probably wondering I, why we skip. Oh, go for it. I was going to say another name to watch at punt returner. We mentioned true freshman, mm-hmm. Bryce Turner. Ooh, okay. I, he, he, had been taking, he had been taking punt return reps and he was actually the second guy up in practice mm. the last two Tuesdays that we got to see mm-hmm. uh, special teams reps at practice. So we, we talk about you know true freshmen, but then you have to talk about the red shirt, you know, and and whether or not you know they want to worry about burning a red shirt for two punt returns in a game <laughs> right. and things like that. Go ahead, continue. I know you're going to the kicker battle though. Yes, because this is something that I think we got a little heads up on unintentionally. I think we had a little Freudian slip from Matt Rule at his press conference today. All camp long, it's been a competition between Tristan Alvano and Timmy Bleakroad. The depth chart comes out. They're listed as or. Um, Alvano wearing 33, Bleakroad 38 like last year. But in the press conference, Matt Rule was yeah. asked about whatever. He said, yeah, we don't want Tristan running out there thinking about anything else mm-hmm. besides the kick. That tells me it's Tristan Alvano's job more likely than not. Yeah, and I, so what's interesting, I mean, one thing we got to remember, or and, and Matt Rule said this on Sunday, they're going to have – a full padded practice, and they're going to have mm-hmm. a kicking competition there between t- Timmy Bleakroad and, and and Tristan Alvano. I think there's a lot of concern that kind of just automatically goes by the wayside with Alvano that there would normally be for for a true freshman because you've been able to see him do it on the big stage. He's done it in in places to a certain extent where the wind does swirl, 
and it's not the ne- necessarily the best weather, right? During mm-hmm. that state championship game, it was cold and it was windy. Um, and, and he was able to make them, make them look easy. Uh, Tristan Alvon, or excuse me, Timmy Bleak Road's, uh, long on or last season was 46 yards. Tristan Alvano hit a 43, a 44, a 48 and a 51 yarder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like a 37 yarder, I believe in the, in the state championship game. That's at the same place he's going to be kicking now in his career. So I think some of that concern goes by the wayside, and I think Tristan Alvano probably gets a little bit of the edge there. I don't want to annoy Tristan Alvano because I think Timmy Bleakroad is a really solid college kicker. Yeah. But I wouldn't be mad if it's Alvano and he takes the Drew Brown path. Drew Brown wasn't perfect as a freshman, missed some pretty bad ones. But then by the time he was a senior, you felt really good every time he walked out there. If that's Tristan Alvano... Sign me up for that. Yeah, I, I think sign you up and I just try to figure out a way to where he doesn't have the Connor Colt yips in year two after having a, a really solid year. Um, mm-hmm. Austin, before we go to break, if you had to pick the remaining three single digits, who are you going with? Because we got a question um, about, you know, will there be an offensive guy? Because it's been dominated on defense. Obviously, mm-hmm. defense, you have Nash, you have Luke, you have John Bullock, you have Nick Henrich, or Nick Henrich and you have Isaac Gifford. Um, on offense, it's Billy Kemp and Jeff Sims. What are the three remaining single digits in your eyes? Newsom makes sense. Sherman makes sense, like okay. you brought up. And then from there, you can take that a lot of different ways. Nate Borkacher, maybe, if he holds yeah. on to that starting role. I don't know if he's vocal, but I think that's a guy that the coaches respect, and I think his, his presence is something the team could respect. Maybe a running back gets one. Maybe. I just don't know how the rest of the locker room views. I should have also said Ethan Piper's in there, too. Yeah, Piper. Yeah. Like, I don't know how the run, the, the locker room views those running backs. Even if they're mm-hmm. deserving of one, I just don't know. So I would say Newsom and Sherman, I would be willing to say get them. Yeah. On the offense, I can't point to anyone right now. I can't point to anybody else. Um, maybe it's an IGC. I don't know if he's that kind of guy, though. Um, I don't think Marcus Washington is. Here's one out of out of probably left field a little bit. Deshaun Singleton. I'd see it. I right? could see it. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I could see Deshaun Singleton. I could also see Gabe Irvin. Right? Yeah. We, we, I think I think a lot of fans would gravitate towards the idea of a running back getting one. Mm-hmm. They'd like it because they'd be saying, oh, wow, we got a, we got a worker back there. Mm-hmm. Um there's been a lot of positive talk around Deshaun Singleton. So much. And I think it's for a reason. Um, and so I, I would – I'm going to go Quentin Newsom. I would go MJ Sherman. And I'm going to I'm gonna say Deshaun, Deshaun Singleton. Um, it's going to be a lot of single digits on the defense. A lot of single digits on the defense. Um, but doesn't Nebraska like that? Isn't that a very Nebraska thing? Well, and we found out black shirts are going to be starting to hand out on Sunday. There so you, you and, and it's almost a – uh, for sure thing that all the single digit guys will get a black shirt. So um, there you go. But I, are we surprised that like Ty Robinson's not getting one? Maybe a little. I think we view Ty Robinson as like this, this leader of the defense. And I don't know if we should, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if we should. And I don't, I'm okay with it. If we, if we do, mm-hmm. But once again, rather, it's like, where's the product, production? Yeah, I'd rather he not be anointed one by the locker room gotcha. than have us call him one. I agree. You know, and him not having earned it. I so agree. plenty to get into there. We'll continue the, the depth chart conversation, start looking ahead to Minnesota uh, with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. He joins us on our LO VIP line after this. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.